I was completely drowning in my own misery that I totally forgot about other people. And like, I felt like I was just so consumed on like, where is my life headed? Where is life for humans in general headed with a pandemic this big? Welcome back to the Bold Ambition Podcast. I'm Ingrid Garcia, and that clip that you just listened to was from our guest, Steffi Monares. She is a content creator, social media powerhouse, and just all around really genuine girl. I met Steffi through the college grapevine at UT Austin. We both were pursuing similar things, both attended Moody College of Communication, and funny enough, we both graduated during a pandemic. We discuss what she's been up to since graduating, her current role as a social media manager, and hint, hint, what her future moves will be in the next few months or weeks, actually. Let's get into the episode. We have a lot to unpack here, including the dangers of social media, aligning with your purpose and mission, and getting back up when you were once down. As cliche as that sounds, I think it's the best way to put it. Steffi and I had a lot in common when it came to how we dealt with the pandemic, and we're here to discuss that ugly truth, because what would this podcast be without honest conversations? But of course, we're going to end it on a high note. So grab a glass of wine, enjoy your morning cup of coffee, and join us. I would say that my bold move this week was internally deciding something that I probably should have decided a long time ago. When COVID hit, I was in this like interesting place where I didn't know where I was going. And I kind of just took whatever came at me. Honestly, the position that I'm in right now, I would consider a blessing because the way I got it was just like a very crazy um, instance of how I got it. Like now being in that position for a while, I've noticed certain things that I like and that I don't like. And I've also realized that I deserve a lot in the career that I'm trying to build. And not that this place doesn't have it for me, but I know that there's somewhere that has a lot more, you know? And so I would say that my bold move was internally deciding for sure, like what my moves are going to be in the upcoming months, which is you know, moving back to Austin, trying to maybe do freelance or get another job that I know is going to be a better fit for me. So that's what I would say my bold uh, moves this week were. You said that when COVID hit, you found yourself in a unique position. Like me, you were also a pandemic graduate. Can you explain to me what you were feeling then and how you've kind of moved on? Because it's it's like, it's, it was a hard thing to move on from. I know I was sad for like the whole last year and like I'm barely getting back on my feet. Totally, yeah. So when COVID hit, I had joined an organization called MAPE. I'm pretty sure you know about it. And it's the Multicultural Advertising Inter Program. And it's really special because it gives you an internship at an agency for advertising, depending on the type of discipline that you want to go to. And so at that time, I was really interested in production. And so I luckily landed an internship in Atlanta. For me, that was that was like a big move. I was like, oh, my God, like I'm graduating and I have something set kind of, you know, because who knows, like, let's say I finished my internship and then I got a job like that's kind of how I was viewing it. It was it was like the first step to this new life that I was trying to have for myself. 
And when it hit, like all of that was canceled, you know, I also didn't have a job. And so trying to find a way to make money was very difficult. I didn't have a means to support myself like with rent in Austin. And for me, like location affects me a lot. And so, you know, like I really felt like leaving Austin was another big thing that hit me really hard. I had to move back um, to my hometown and for me, that was a goal that I always had. I said, graduating, I am going to not move back to my hometown. Like I am planning to just move forward and not look back, you know, and it kind of just changed my whole perspective of everything. I think the way that I was finally able to get over it was I started a position at this agency, right? I had to kind of start viewing my life in a completely new set of eyes. So instead of thinking like about my past and thinking like, what about what I was doing, I had to really just focus on where I wanted to go. And like, as I continued to do that, I kind of saw myself slowly coming to terms with COVID. And I mean, it's already been almost a year. And so I'm, I'm the type of person who can be very adaptable to things when they hit like very quickly. And so I kind of feel like it, it took me a lot of like self-care and kind of just like taking my mind off of the subject in general to get over it. But I would definitely say that like, it was not an easy process because I cried myself to like sleep every day, maybe not even to sleep. I literally cried so often. And I, I kind of feel like that was also a way that helped me out because at some point I kind of realized like, why am I still crying over this? You know, like it was all this emotion that I was releasing that had already been released every single day in the past, you know, and I was like, like, if I'm gonna keep putting myself in this position, like, it's only gonna be bad for myself, like, I need to just get over it kind of thing. And so I, I'd say that was it. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not 100% over it. But I definitely do think I've grown a lot from there. And I kind of just realized that life is always going to throw things at you that you're not going to expect. And the way you respond to that, it says a lot about you. And, you know, I it's not that I care about what people think about me, even though I kind of do like, I think that's just human. But it's just like, what type of person do I want to be seen as someone who just gets kicked on the ground and continuously gets kicked? Like, no, like, I want to kind of like boss up and move forward. And I, I think in the future, I am going to appreciate myself for that. And I think other people are going to view that and be like, dang, like that's a person I want on my team or that's someone I want to work with because they didn't let it kick them down. They stood up and they said, I'm going to keep going. Prior to recording the Zoom call, we talked about how we should have connected way sooner mm -hmm. than, than now. Like we're in February. It's almost going to be a year since we graduated, even though literally I think we've just started randomly DMing each other on Instagram and realized we're having the same exact thoughts going through the same things both in the same industry and trying to get to the similar places and I mm -hmm. think that's something that I forgot about even like with my personal close friends who I already had I realized that I wasn't doing a good job of like keeping up with them I realized I wasn't doing a good job of asking them how their day was because I was so consumed with my own misery that I was like mm -hmm almost being selfish and like not reaching out, not FaceTiming, not like even texting, you know? Mm -hmm. And we, I, I mentioned it because I know you said that you did, you were going through something similar. So when did you like get that wake up call that you were like, oh shit, like people are around me. Like I need to be connecting even though we can't do it in person, but virtually is better mm -hmm. than nothing. 
So on that point, I feel like um, I'm just going to touch base on this, but I think a big reason why I wasn't initially doing it was because I wouldn't say graduation is closure, but it, it's kind of like, I felt like I needed that like a graduation or some type of closure with my friends where you know now it was like okay now that we finished this chapter in our lives like where are we going next you know that part of my life kind of just like got completely shut down that I like how you said like I was completely drowning in my own misery that I totally forgot about other people and like I felt like I was just so consumed on like where is my life headed where is life for humans in general headed with a pandemic this big you know like it was it's a global thing it's not just like a a U.S. thing you know it was like everybody and so um, I think like eventually when I started my job and so part of my position right now is like I do events I work events and going to these events I was inviting a lot of influencers I was like just talking to my coworkers and stuff and I started to feel very lonely, you know, like I felt like, and not out of place necessarily, but definitely like, why am I not keeping those relationships that I once had? Like, why am I not following through with them? Why am I not, you know, reaching out to people that I know are people that I want to have in my life? And so I think like it was maybe a month or two into my job already when I started realizing like, hey, there's people who are probably going through the same thing as me whether it's with my job or with my emotions, it's like, why am I trying to make myself feel worse? Like it kind of goes back to that whole um, idea that I had mentioned in like my previous answer, but it's like, I kind of had to realize like, I have to get over this. Like I have to kind of like, humans have to be surrounded by other humans. Like it's, it's just our nature. And so I kind of realized that and said like, I need to just reach out to people. Like there's no reason that I should be acting like I have to do everything all by myself. Like I'm not the only one going through things. It's funny to say this, but I realized I'm a big teamwork person. Like I work really well collaboratively and in teams. So that's kind of how I'm starting to view my life when it comes to like friendships. It's not that I need to have like a million friends with me or anything, but I definitely need to have people that I can touch base with that I can share my ideas with aside from work aside from like things that I have to do because it kind of also lets me get more in touch with myself at the end of the day it's like a check-in with me but a check-in with my friends at the same time kind of thing and so I kind of reached out to you too because I saw that we were in very similar positions I know we had a relationship in the past and like you know it happens with everybody. It's not that like, we're not good friends or anything. But sometimes you just get lost in your own life that you forget about other things. And, and it goes back to the whole COVID thing, too. I just started realizing like, there's a lot of things that I'm not taking advantage of that I probably should. There's a lot of people that are worth it to be, you know, having a relationship with why am I not taking advantage of that? Yeah, I completely agree. Even like my friends called me out like, Ingrid, you can, we don't have to make a whole calendar invite just to freaking catch up. <laughs> and like, it's funny because I literally do set up these calendar invites and they're like, you can just freaking FaceTime me while you're at the grocery store or cooking dinner. And I was like, you're right. Like, why, when did I become such a robot and like so self-absorbed almost, you know? But COVID aside, tell me about your new role at this agency, it's in El Paso. 
what clients mm-hmm. do you have? Tell me like what you do day to day, your schedule, all of that fun stuff. Cool. Yeah. So right now, um, my role is at Aiden James Agency. I am a social media manager and copywriter. Um, I'm not sure how in-depth I can go with sharing clients, but I kind of can tell you the industries. So I currently work with a church. I work with a fitness club, with a boutique and a spa, with a opera production company here. I work with a scooter company as well and a construction company. I work with a lot of clients. Basically, what I do is I manage their social medias, and that includes caption writing, that includes concept idea creation, posting, scheduling, strategy, sponsored ads, events, influencer marketing. Like, honestly, I feel like my position is a, what is that term? Like jack of all trades or something like that, right? Yeah. And so I do a lot in that position. My day-to-day schedule is kind of like, wake up, wash my face, get ready, you know, do a little bit, quote unquote, self-care because I know Normally, I have a long day ahead of me. And so then after that, I wake up. And depending on what I have to do, I'll always like check captions, make sure that the posts that I have for that day are good to go. I'll definitely make sure with like, if there's any community listening that I have to do, like DMs or caption or sorry, not captions, but comments, like I have to make sure I'm going in there and checking. And then as well as like just touching base with my team, team members, like, hey, good morning, what's up? Like, what do we have for today? Or like, if we have meetings, of course, attending those meetings. Honestly, every day looks very different because I feel like social media is like constantly evolving and constantly changing all the time that it's like, you might think like you're ahead in planning and that you're good to go for that day. And then all of a sudden something hits and you're like, oh my God, like, let me create a post for that real quick. Oh my God, let me like find a solution kind of thing. But um, that's my role. I, I'm a social media manager. And oh, I also do newsletters. Super just like had to put that in there, you know, but <laughs> that's that's essentially what I'm doing right now. As someone who manages a lot of accounts, it sounds like you have a variety of industries. Like, tell me about the ugly sides of social media management, because I don't know, I think people slash I don't know what people think social media managers are I know I've heard so many like definitions slash interpretations Mm -hmm. and I'm sure it varies agency to agency but tell me like your Mm -hmm. favorite and least favorite parts of the job so I definitely think that social media um, management can sometimes be glorified like I feel like people don't really know what they're getting themselves into when they're uh, like going into this position but I'll start with my favorites because uh, I'm just that type of person. But I think like something that I really enjoy about my job is how diverse it is. I get to work with so many different types of clients that my knowledge set right now is like very diverse. I, I get to learn about a lot of things that I, you know, you normally don't get to when you're stuck in one industry. And I really feel like my skill set has been developed in a lot of ways that I've wanted, wanted it to like, that means like creatively, my writing skills have gotten a lot better. My people skills, networking, like, I feel like I've, I've definitely developed those a lot more in this role. And I also feel like it's helped me become a better, authentic and genuine storyteller, because you always have to be finding creative ways 
to make content look different. You know, if you're posting the same thing every day, like it's going to get boring and overdone. So it kind of keeps you on your toes and tries to keep you like fresh in a way. But the downside of all that is that I feel like you can tend to burn out really quickly because you have to consistently be putting out good, authentic content, you know, and a lot of the times, like I said, it can get overdone if you're trying to do the same things. So I, I feel like that's definitely something that comes um, with all the good is it's that negative, as well as having to be on the clock all the time. It's like social media never stops, you know, it's like you can get DMs at like 10, 11, 12 at night, not saying you're expected to answer it. But it's like, you're still getting that notification and you're still being aware of everything that's happening on that account. And it's like, you're never really getting a mental break. And then another thing I would say is like, your work isn't only being judged by your agency and yourself. It's like being judged by your clients, the public eye, your coworkers. Like, it's constantly a battle between like, is, am I doing good or not? Like, people are either going to love it or hate it. And and it's hard when, like, I, I would say that I don't need the validation, but I enjoy it. I like it and it motivates me. And so whenever I do make a mistake or something, you know, it kind of hits, it, it hurts a little. And you're kind of like, shoot, like, I thought I was on my A game. Now I have to be on my A plus game. You know, like, it, you're just always having to be like, better than you were the day before, which isn't the the bad thing. But it's having to like, deal with it that can get a little difficult you know and then I would say uh the last thing is that sometimes it can get hard to stay up to date with like all the trends and everything going on with social media because there's so much going on all the time like all the time there's like a new trend today and then tomorrow it's come it's done you know and and it's like when you're managing and you're trying to find inspiration for your own brands, like you forget to live your own life. And so you're kind of always just consumed by so many things that you kind of just get lost in this space of like, where do I even look for things anymore? I just feel like I need something new. And like, I don't know, that's, that's kind of how I feel with social media on the negative side of it. I think it's interesting that you say that you get lost in it because I totally do. I forget that social media is not real, you know? Oh my God, <laughs> yes. Like I, but it's so like part of my every single day life, not just as a consumer, but as a creator. And then when you're consuming, you're thinking of ways to create. And then when you're creating, you have to make sure that you're still consuming too because you need to stay on top of trends. It's like a double-sided, I don't know, coin <laughs> or like, it's no, like it's yeah, a, yeah, it's a never-ending process. Um, mm -hmm. And like, and like you said, what was cool in the morning at 9 a.m. when you're scrolling through with your coffee, by 5 p.m. it's like done. It's too late to top on the trend. Also with social media, when people DM you, they DM social media accounts because they expect a quick response versus email. So it's like, yes. you have to stay on top of your shit. Yeah. How do you manage all of that stress? Like, it's because it almost feels like someone's intruding on your life <laughs> and they they want something from you, you know, like that they, their people mm -hmm. are tugging you in multiple directions. I only manage like professionally my company's account. So just, I don't have multiple clients. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just Sputnik and then my podcast and then my personal brand. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So honestly, I would say that 
I still haven't learned how to handle the stress entirely. Like, I feel like I still get very anxious. Like, I won't lie. I get PTSD whenever a notification comes on my phone. And, like, I don't like that, but I've kind of grown to get used to it, you know? I'm definitely still learning. I think the things that I've been trying to do, though, is I want to say I do it, but I, I don't. I try to close my laptop at 6 p.m. every day. I try, but do I do it? Not necessarily. Like it'll still be 10 p.m. And I'm like, okay, you know, it won't hurt to do a little planning right now, you know, to get a little ahead. Like it is so bad that I do that. But honestly, like with the amount of clients that I manage, it, it's just something that I feel is necessary. And like it, it only hurts me in the end if I'm not planning because then I, I'm still going to have to do that work. Like, you know, it's it's like, no matter what, it's still my job to do this. So it, whether I do it at 10 p.m. or whether I do it the next day during work, I'm still going to have to do it. You know, I feel like uh, that's something I've been trying to do is turn off my laptop at six. Doesn't always happen. And then um, I definitely have been trying to do a lot more self-care. Like I really do try to take time for myself to be present in the moment. You mentioned something earlier about um, getting lost in it in social media. And like, honestly, that's me like, before I had this role, I was in this place where I, I literally had to like teach myself social media is not real. Like it is not like people plan these things. People have a lot of intention towards what they're posting. And when it comes to personal, it's like, it's always the good side of life. You know, it's, it's not normally people posting the bad things that go on. And so I feel like ever since I started this role again, I, I kind of set myself back because I see social media and, and even though I'm the one doing exactly what I just said, I still see people posting and it, and it still hurts. You know, I'm still like, dang, I wish that could be me. I wish that was me, blah, blah, blah. And so I think I've been journaling a lot more too, because I am aware of those things, but I need to continuously remind myself that I'm aware because if I don't, I'll just slip back into that little moment that I had when I had first started again and, and started feeling that way with social media again. To answer the question in a very simple way, I would say I try to close my laptop at six. <laughs> I, I like to say it, but I'm telling you, I don't normally do it. I also do a lot of self-care. And that also just means like hanging out with my family because I did move back to El Paso, which is where my family is. And I wouldn't say I don't have friends here, but I don't have a lot of, I don't get to hang out. There's also a pandemic going on. So it's like the people that I get to hang out with is my immediate family. So I try to just be present in the moment with them and, and get lost, like not on social media, but get lost with them and what we're doing, whether it's watching a movie, having a conversation, ordering some food in. And that's kind of how I've tried to deal with stress. But honestly, I don't think my stress really ever goes away. Oh my gosh, what a, yeah, so everyone watching or listening who's thinking of going to social media, don't. <laughs> don't. Really think about it, please. <laughs> that was so deep when you just ended, like, I don't think my stress ever goes away. Like, is that how you see yourself continuing to live your life for the next few years? Or, like, or do you hope to transition out of social media? Because I know you do love content creation. I know you love, like, the digital mm -hmm. world. You're a digital girl. Um, I'm a digital girl. <laughs> yeah. So like, what do you see 
for yourself in the next few years? You mentioned moving to Austin. What else? Great question. So definitely been thinking a lot about that recently because this is my first real job, you know, out of college. It's my first real position and also my first job that I could genuinely say that I was like super duper excited to be in because like when people hear social media management, they think, wow, that is so cool. Like you, you get to post on social media, like that's your job. And it's like, yeah, it is like, cool. But you don't see all the sides of it. You know, you don't see what really goes into it. So I've been thinking a lot about whether this is what I really want to do. And what I can say is that I think I do want to do social media, but I kind of feel like maybe an influencer route. I I wouldn't say I want to be an influencer, but I want to have like a community of people that I am consistently engaging with and posting genuine and real authentic content with. And like also posting things that I truly do care about, you know, not saying that I don't care about what my, the clients that I work with have to say, but you know, that's not me. That's me showing a brand, like being the voice of a brand, you know, and like, something that I feel like I need to do in my in my roles or in my future jobs in my career however you want to put it is find a way to really put myself in my work because like I just don't see that necessarily happening in this job I think it is a lot my personality that you can see in the content but it's not me and so a funny thing too is like I'm in this position where I'm like social media yeah I'm down to do that but like now I I really do want to have like a professional career aside from that but what is what is that going to be I know you mentioned um that you started read uh sorry real estate like I had actually been thinking about going into real estate um and I won't lie like money has a big part to do with it it's not the number one reason though I feel like when you do real estate it also has to do a lot with marketing yourself as a person which I would say like I'm pretty good at like I think that's super easy you know and it's it's also just being able to talk to other people build relationships and just like do a lot of networking which I feel like I'm already good at you know so I kind of feel like that's that's a space that I've definitely thought about venturing in but another thing is that I, I really love entertainment, like fashion, music, movies, film, all of that good stuff. I'm like, I die for it, literally. And so I don't know, sometimes I'm, I'm concerned with whether that's something I want to pursue. I've just also heard a lot of negative connotations that come with entering that space. And And I'm just not the type of person to want to deal with a lot of stress. That kind of goes back to what you were asking. Like, no, I don't want to live a life filled with stress every day of my life. Like I, I can't, I have anxiety a lot and I don't want to live with it for the rest of my life. Like I want to find something that makes me happy, that makes me feel fulfilled. And I still feel like I'm, I'm trying to find what that is. And I think I'm like down that path you know like I know where I'm going I know social media is something I want to continue to pursue I know content creation is something I want to pursue I know fashion music food like those things really interest me but I think the the hard part about it is knowing how to take complete action on that in a career way you know and and I don't want to get sucked into a job that I'm just gonna hate in the end of the day 
like that's not what I want to do and so for right now I think I still have a lot of growing to do and I and I've heard that the first few years of after college can normally be difficult for people so I'm kind of just trusting the process and I'm letting life kind of guide me the way I you know, I'll see the little signs that it puts in front of me and I'll take advantage of that and I'll act on that. But I still feel like I haven't 100% figured out who I am truly meant to be in a career sense. And so, yeah, like if if that's, that's the best answer I can give you right now, you know, I don't want to say something now and then five years look back at this and be like, wow, I like totally lied. <laughs> And, you know, but you know, it's so crazy too. Like it took us like our four years of college internships, campus organizations, like so much to get us to this first full-time job. And then for me, it's like so scary. I feel like I'm starting from point zero again or point A again into this whole new industry. And I guess that's like what you also probably mean with like entering like fashion, entertainment, music, because it's something that you can pro- you can get your way into your door. You can get your foot in the door. But it's like I worked so hard for the past four years to be here. And it's like a never ending like but I, but now I need to go here and here and here. Like I'm just always looking ahead. I'm always looking that's at like true. what's next. And it's almost draining my happiness because I should just focus on the present girl yes and like I would say that I'm the type of person to be like oh I I want to live in the moment I try my best to live in the moment but at the end of the day like you have to have like a, a plan for where you're going and so it's hard to not focus on the future and I think that's something that I struggle with a lot is like always trying to think of where am I going to be next what am I going to mm-hmm. be doing like I need to, like, I keep saying, boss up, like, what's my next step kind of thing, rather than just being like, I'm so grateful that I even have a job, you know, that I even get to have a position that so many people wish that they could have, like, it's definitely a struggle, I, I relate a lot. But you know what else is so interesting that I read a quote somewhere or like, so again, something on social media about like women are so good at just like, being grateful, when really we should like, just say, no, we actually want more than this, you know? No, exactly. And and that's kind of what I've been saying with my current role. It's like, I am so happy to be where I am. A lot of people probably when they hear that I'm doing this, they're like, oh, you're so lucky. And I am, I am. Like, I realize that entirely. I know that the experience that I'm getting here is super good. It's gonna definitely get me places. But I also feel like I've done so much to deserve more and like I don't want to be the person holding myself back like what I'm really scared about is getting stuck it's continuously telling myself be grateful be happy for where you're at like this is enough this is that that I'm never gonna want more and I don't want that to happen to me yes oh my gosh yes that's why I made the move that I did this week because I felt like I was getting stagnant and I was like this is not it this is not it for me like it's been a great few months, but peace out. I have to go. <laughs> like I, I have sure. to go. Yeah. And it's going to be a really, I'm going to endure some really big growing pains, but mm-hmm. I just had to, because otherwise I was just not going to, I'm sure I would, I'm, I'll grow, but would I grow at the speed that I wanted to? Would I grow in the places I wanted to with the people I wanted yes. to? Yes. No. 
exactly like I said I'm, I'm surprised we like just didn't have this conversation earlier <laughs> me too dude like and even if it wasn't in this like podcast format like I feel like it's something that we could have totally been there for each other for you know like if you were ever struggling with like something I would have been like girl I'm literally struggling with the same thing like that's kind of how I how I see it but I find it really interesting that we also connected at the at the time in our life when we both were kind of like we gotta move like we gotta move forward you know like what's next kind of thing that's so and I'm the type of person who thinks things happen for a reason like if we rekindled it's for a reason it's not because like I just see us really doing some big things in the future that's all I have to say (laughs) yes dude no I that I love that you said that because I was just thinking about that because for the audience that doesn't know I met Steffi when we were sophomores fresh no so first semester sophomores at Spark Magazine Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah and we were on the PR team and then that kind of just Mm -hmm. like that was it like we would see each other at Spark events and that was kind of mm-hmm. it. Um, I remember I did get drunk with you at a spark party. <gasps> That's when you met your yes. boyfriend. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yes, dude. I literally always remember that night so clearly. And of course it's for one reason, but like everything that happened that day is like, I, I love that day for some reason. It was so great. Yes. So then I kind of, we just always kept it up with each other, like on social. And I mm-hmm. saw that you were doing MAPE. I also applied to MAPE. I also got mm-hmm. an offer, but I declined it. So like, I feel like we mm-hmm. always just had similar paths, but now they're like crossing again, you know? And now you're coming yes. to Austin in March. Like that's perfect timing too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know, no, for sure. I'm like, super excited super pumped I think we can definitely be there for each other in a lot of ways that we probably weren't there for each other in the past yes exactly and I know you're friends with Jennifer too Jenny so yes oh my god like we have so many mutuals that's the truth you know like so many mutuals so and so many commonalities like in general but yes yeah well okay so back to work-life balance (laughs) um (laughs) So as a social media manager, tell tell us like what your number one goal is when you're managing a social media page. Like if someone is trying to build their brand from scratch, what should they do? What should they be doing? Who should they be looking at? Like what other pages and companies do you admire for social media marketing? Okay, that was like four questions in one. So just go ahead and just pick pick your one. I got you. Okay. I think like my number one goal with managing social media is and I, I, I've said this continuously throughout our um, talk right now, but it's building a genuine and authentic presence. So I kind of feel like being able to share a brand's essence in a digestible and consumable way is like priority. You know, like, yes, aesthetic comes along with that. And so does like the way you write your captions and the way you you design everything. But before all of that, you have to really think about how you want to like engage your audience with you in the best way possible. And so personally, like if you want a tip or a trick, like I know it's super tedious, but posting every day, you kind of have to do that. Like one of the accounts I had gotten was initially at 800 followers. And currently I have it at 4k and that happened in a matter of like three, four months. And it was all with, yeah. And I would say the, (laughs) The reason why is because one, posting every day, two, 
like collaborations. It's not just that you're, you know, posting your own um, content that you make, but it's it's being able to make relationships with people who love your brand, who want to share that with other people, who want to make content for you. Like, you don't, there's like so much power in that, that I don't think people realize that a lot of user generated content is like, really helps a brand out. So I kind of really, I think it comes down to making relationships with your audience in a very like authentic and genuine way that it's not like you're, you're interacting with like a brand or a company, like you're interacting with like an essence, you're interacting with something bigger than just this brand. That's kind of like my number one goal when it comes to social media marketing. Do you have like specific brands that you look at and you follow that you're like ooh, they're doing an amazing job who's their content manager who's their social media manager? <laughs> yeah definitely um I feel like the ones I'm gonna say are totally uh, very related to the brands that I currently manage but that's because whenever I see their content I'm just like wow like teach me basically right like hire me I don't know <laughs> but um I don't know if you've ever heard of care of they yes. do like vitamins the vitamins I yeah love. yes it is like their aesthetic is on point but their content is always on point too you know like I feel like they definitely hit the mark with who they're trying to be and what they're trying to share and like they do it in a really like creative but still informative way and I love that like I think that is key when you're sharing stuff also like motivational posts like I live for that I feel like you always have to be able to find ways to get people to want to reshare your content and kind of like really resonate with it and I feel like that's a brand that like does that I also really like um Equinox they're like a fitness um yes. company yes that bougie there <laughs> yes it's bougie but oh my god if you've ever seen I'm like the biggest video content lover fan like I love video and even though sometimes I can be quite lazy with it like I know once COVID is over, like I would totally take over that space because like video is where it's at. And I think it's the content that gets the most engagement, whether you like it or not, like it is, it's, it's fact, at least with the brands I manage, you know? And so um, I love Equinox's like video content. It is so unique. It is so cool. And like, they just, they know what they're doing. You know, they, they definitely have a vibe and and I absolutely love that. Next thing I'll say that I really like is like with honors. I absolutely love. Uh, yes, yes, dude. I freaking love it. It's like, it motivates me so much. And I think ever since I kind of joined their community, that was a big part of when I said, you know what? Like I can do things on my own without having to rely on other people kind of. And not that I'm saying I'm trying to be selfish or anything, but like I'm speaking in my career. Part of me really has always felt like I was an entrepreneur. I just never knew how to do it or had like someone to help me. And like in a, in a space like that, I feel like it definitely motivated me. I'm, I'm literally watching other women tell me that I can do it, like say less. And then their Instagram content is just so on point. Like, come on. Wait, Steffi, did you buy their program? Because I just bought it like a week ago. Really? Yeah, yes! I've had it for like a couple of, of weeks too. Like maybe two weeks. 
Yes. Okay. Yeah. I started. Wa- oh my gosh. It's so. What the fuck? Just another commonality we have. I Dude. started watching their their. So I had the social suite, like the bundle that they did, right? Like. Yeah. Yes. Did you do? Yes, I have the bundle too. <laughs> the thing that I hate is I bought it. I watched a couple of videos in like the past days, but I don't feel like I have the time to fully immerse myself into it. And that's the big reason why I'm making the decision that I'm making is because like, and I'm not saying I can't multitask, but this role is, is a lot of work. You always have to be on call kind of, you know, and like aware of things. And and so it gets hard to want to like prioritize yourself when you have like a million other things that need to get done. But I, I like, at the end of the day, I am taking advantage of what I do have and trying to fit it in here and there. But I know once I'm done, I have a year of it. I paid the annual. So I'm mm-hmm. not paying month to month. I'm like, girl, I got a year. Like, I have that resource for myself. And once I mo- make this next step, like, what is there to lose? Yes, exactly. Honestly, I've been, I've actually, yeah, a similar position. Like, that's why, again, that's why I quit my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, because yeah. I felt like I wanted to invest more time into myself. And that's why I bought the, the course. I bought it like a week ago. I've pretty much I'm like more than halfway um, and I have like all the things downloaded I highly recommend I posted it on my podcast Instagram stories yes and I meant to respond I meant to respond to you because I had like I was like oh my god I can't believe that we're like we both joined the same group because there's Mm -hmm. I've gotten a lot of ads for different ones very Mm -hmm. similar to that but I don't know why for I think it was, um, I forget her name, but um, she's an Asian content creator. She's like one of the main girls on With Honors. I don't know even why I'm forgetting. Oh, Chriselle. Chriselle. Duh, yes. yes, yes. Like, I love her TikTok. And she's the biggest reason why I decided I was going to download or like buy it. And when I did, and I, I watched like two or three of her videos, like, I just really resonated with everything she said. And it was cool to see how like she had mentioned she's been in the industry for over 10 years and like she's like still relevant. And that like really spoke to me because in 10 years, I still want to be relevant. Like who doesn't, you know? (laughs) So I was like, oh my God, like this with just that little word, I was like $99 for the year. I'm set, I'm good. Like (laughs) I'm glad I made this purchase. No, for sure. I highly recommend you like sit down every every day this week. I after work, I don't close my laptop. I keep it open. And but instead of doing like, my my Sputnik work, I'll do like with honors uh-huh. for like hours. Mm. And I have my journal and I have everything downloaded. And I'm like taking it all in, so I can plan mm-hmm. for the next few weeks and then execute by like March. Yeah. You get me? Yeah. You Super get me. solid plan. And that's kind of why I bought it too. I said, I'll give myself like a good like month or two. Obviously, I'm I'm saying this like when I have all that time to give. And I don't even think I'd need a full month, but like definitely a couple of weeks to really digest everything that's being said to me and like pick and choose what I feel like t- like touches on me, basically on like what I'm trying to do with my life. And so I, I totally relate to that. And I admire you for doing that because I said I would and I still haven't. Like, I, I need to be more on it. No, bitch, you manage like 12 accounts. Don't worry. <laughs> 
take your rest don't even tell don't remind me <laughs> girl rest i'm like trying to lose weight trying to get my body in shape i'm like Summer 2021. literally i'm like covid covid's about to be done sooner or later and if i'm not looking good what is the point what is true, the point? true <laughs> That's crazy. We're both doing the same course. Both have similar goals. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be in Austin. I see. I see some content coming out of this, <laughs> dude. Literally, when you posted that, I don't even know what it was, but asking people like, "Oh, if you're down to make content," I was like, "Please keep me in mind because once I'm back, like I'm gonna go off. Like no yes. lie. Like another. And I think you feel this too. It's like." you're not leaving your job or like you're not leaving because you don't want to do your job kind of it's like you're leaving because you want to do something else and you have other goals that you want to achieve right like that's Mm -hmm. kind of how I view myself right now it's like it's not that I don't want to do my job it's that for some reason I'm seeing this path like light up in front of me and I want to pursue it like it's just like this one is not I don't want to go down this path and, and feel the way that I've been feeling for the past couple of weeks for the rest of my life, you know, like there yeah. there's other things that I'm interested in. And if I don't pursue that, I feel like I will regret it. Yes. So if I don't make that jump right now, I feel like in three years, even just as short as three or even one year, I'm going to be like, what if I had made the jump? And what if yes. I would be so much farther along if I, you know, yeah. <laughs> yes, no literally 100% and just like this is super side note but it's really hard when you have other people in your life like not telling you no but kind of like I kind of view it as like reality hitting you because being Mm -hmm. home with my parents like they're some of my biggest supporters but they're also going to be the most realistic with me yes and sometimes they'll be like like well you need to make money you know you if you want to do those things that you're saying you have to start somewhere and it's like it it, it doesn't knock me down but it kind of motivates me to want to do like do it you know I'm like well I want to prove you wrong Mm because like just because you say it like that doesn't mean that that's how it has to be yes I think they're like a different generation and maybe they don't understand the digital world as well as we do I also don't like I have the same thing like my parents are so supportive always tell me yes you can do it always um but maybe they don't understand which is different and you mentioned something about it's not that I don't want to do my job it's that I want to do my job for myself not for mm-hmm. yeah for someone else mm-hmm. it's it's really hard to come to terms with that because I feel like you're always fed that like whether you want to or not, you're going to always have to work for someone else kind of thing. And it makes me really sad that that's like how our generation is being grown to think like there's so many people out there that are doing it on their own. And it's like, why are we being told we can't like that is so unfair. I don't know. Like, I, I just feel like it's, it's not that I want to prove to other people either. It's like, I want to prove to myself that I'm willing and that I'm capable. Like it's, it's something that I feel as a person is going to make me happy. Yeah, dude, you're hitting everything on this spot. So you say, okay, ever since I met you, I always felt like you had a really strong personal brand. I remember stalking your Instagram. I remember you have a good following. (laughs) 
what do you do you feel like that's also another route you want to go like it's a path that's lit up and because I feel like hello you're a social media manager you know the trends you know video you know photo you know graphic design (laughs) I saw your MAPE video like you fucking kill it with the content like but I feel like you don't put out content for yourself as often as you should because if you did I feel like you would just if you did (laughs) if you did post every day like you do for your clients I feel like you would blow up girl you're not the first person to tell me that right like I and and part of me really believes that there's just like I I've always viewed social media like we we touched base on this earlier like social media is not real and I vowed on being a real person all the time and so I think like what I've been coming to terms with is I've definitely wanted to have my own personal brand or like, I I don't want to say influencer, but in a way, like that is just how I have to call it. But um, I feel like I've definitely been thinking about ways that I can start doing that. Cause I feel like I, I, like you said, I know how to do graphics. I know how to do video. I know how to write captions. I'm literally doing it for brands. I know how to grow an account. Like there's no reason why I couldn't do it for myself. It's just like when, when I start thinking about it like that, it's like, well, now this is attached to me as a person. Like when people think of me, they're going to think of who I am on social media because like, and honestly, it's been like that for a lot of my life. Like in high school, a lot of people knew me as my, for what I was on Instagram, you know, like since it was so fresh and new at that time, like people always knew who you were, but never who you were, just what you put. And so I think part of that is a little scary to me because I'm like, I don't want people to just completely judge me off of what I'm posting. You know, like that is not a good um, representation of who I am. But what I started like realizing too, is that I can find ways to be the real me while still making content, you know, and, and it might, it doesn't even have to be real, but like sharing things that I'm, I support, like sharing things like sustainability, like in El Paso, and often we do grocery bags, plastic bags, right? You take your plastic bag, like in El Paso, we don't do that. And it's not like the biggest deal in the world, but I really feel like it would benefit my community so much if we did that. And I'm like, why don't I ever post about that? Why don't I ever post about the trends that I'm into that actually matter to me or like my interests, like I love K-pop, you know, and I know there's a lot of people who hate it, but I'm like, why am I scared to share that? Like, why do I care whether someone likes this or not? There's eventually going to be someone else who will, and then they'll follow me because they do. And so I've definitely had that thought a lot. I think part of the reason why I haven't done it is because I want to find a way to truly be myself and truly share content that I'm not gonna deem is like I'm just posting the post like I want it to be real I want it to be I keep saying the word authentic but like I genuinely feel like that's who I am as a person I I always try to be authentic and like I do want to share that with people part of it is just like regaining that confidence in myself and finding ways to do it that I'm going to be happy with that I'm not going to feel like, oh my God, like, I can't believe I just posted that or oh my God, I regret posting that, you know, like, it's it's a really hard thing. But I have plans. I have plans. It is 
something that I do want to explore and do want to do so like I said I think you would kill it because hello you just grew a brand from 800 to 4k I'm pretty sure you have about like I don't know, you have a few thousand followers. Mm-hmm. You could double that in four to six months. You know what I mean? Um, Girl, don't tell me that. <laughs> I'm like, you got to maybe see a post of today, tomorrow, the day, <laughs> day after. You're about to see me on reels, on Instagram stories. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I just want to, I want to push you to do that. I want to challenge you to do that because, hello, you're the expert, you're a social media manager. And why not do it? Why not do it for yourself and make an income off of it? of it and I mean of course it's gonna it's not gonna be a night and day thing right it's gonna be like a a long-term project and yeah and I think it's important to remember that we're ever evolving what you post yesterday you're gonna cringe at in a year from now and like I think that's something just to remember because no matter what you post or don't post you're going to cringe a year from now because we are ever evolving we are growing um for sure as long as you feel it in that moment that's what's important and posting what you feel in that moment a little little, little advice (laughs) no I loved that and I think the key word was evolving like you said so much with that and and you're right I feel like living in the present it could kind of be related to what you just said, posting in the moment, you might hate it later on, but Mm -hmm. that's just life. So that's really motivating. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Don't tell me that. I'm about to boss up, I swear. (laughs) Boss up again. Yes, dude. You should make a brand called Boss Up. Right? With merch. No, it is so funny because you called me a digital girl. And so I've, I have a separate account that I'm trying to like grow and I'm still debating on what I really want it to be, but for sure, I want it to be like a community more than anything. And it's actually called the digital girls club. So I thought that was super funny that you called me a digital girl because that's been like my, I've like made that my tagline for so long. And now I'm like, it really just is me I'm a digital girl like I live in the real world but I also live in the digital world like yeah yeah for sure I love that I love it it's so like (laughs) catchy people remember it easy you know a good Mm -hmm. tagline (laughs) so where can everyone find you on social uh do you have a website you have a YouTube channel like where can we find you where can we go stalk the digital girl all that good stuff yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at emonars and on YouTube at Steffi Monares. But I'm still trying to grow. But I would say those are definitely the two places that you can find me at. So follow me. I sometimes follow back depending on who you are. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was great having you. Do you, ha- oh, do you have any last so words much. you want to leave? Sure. I mean, I'll just touch base on the role and like leave a little advice but for anyone that is trying to get into social media please really think about whether this is something that you are passionate about and are willing to work with because it is not the easiest job ever it takes a lot of effort it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of creativity as well and so I would say if it's something that you're interested in, definitely try it out. It's not, it's like me and Ingrid, you know, we, we're leaving. It's something that you can do and then decide that it's not for you, but definitely just 
stay positive. Don't think that something is forever because it's not life. Like we have been saying is ever evolving. Like just stay true to yourself and be the best version of yourself. That's what I want to end off with. (laughs) 